0: All right, so you've got a lot of passions, and there's a lot of things that you want to talk about and potential products to sell, but everyone keeps telling you you have to niche down. And guess what? You might not need to, especially after listening to this episode. What's up, my Do the Brave Thing online business podcast? And this is in one of our interviews that we are highlighting an amazing contributor from the Back to Business bundle. She's no stranger to the podcast. She's no stranger to anything that I've ever done because she's honestly one of my favoriteest people in the whole online business space, and that is Naima. And Naima today is going to be talking about, honestly, the audience that she loves helping the most, and that is people who are multi-passionate. People who want to talk about one thing and don't necessarily ever have one product, and they want to know how they can be able to really not be able to like split their time off, so that way like nothing works and everything's always half done, but to be able to still be seen as an expert, to be able to still be seeing that growth. And she's just the smartest lady that I know, whether it comes to tech, whether it comes to messaging, just anyone literally can do it all. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and dive on into the interview. If you are listening to this, and it is before February 16th at 11.59pm Eastern Standard Time, there is still time for you to sneak into the Back to Business Bundle 2024 edition. We have over 10,000 items that are worth that in the premium tier. And our free tier has over $4,000 worth of items. Both tiers are absolutely amazing. I have to say we've been having such a blast with our live panel discussions. So when you get that premium tier, make sure you go and rewatch those sessions. They have been amazing. Naima was in one of them. And you, Destiny, who you guys have heard on this podcast as well. She was in one about bots. Y'all, they are amazing. Not to mention that over 50 of the items in the premium tier sell for more than the premium tier itself. So you're literally not only going to be able to save money, but you're technically gonna buy one course and get like you know, 69 bonuses with it, which is absolutely fantastic. And you still have access to the free tier items as well. It's like the biggest no-brainer sale ever. So go ahead and head on over to backtobusinessbundle.com right now so that way you can get in on the action. And without further ado, let's talk to Naima about what to do if you just want to talk about everything. All right, everybody. I am so excited. Welcome to the Do the Brave Thing online business podcast. We have a returning super favorite guest on here. She's also one of our VIP contributors for the Back to Business Bundle that is going to be going on starting in February 12th. But if you head on over to the a website, you'll be able to get a free gift and potentially sneak in just about a week early because there is a lot of stuff to go through in this year's Back to Business Bundle. And Naima's gifts are, as always, absolutely fantastic and jaw-dropping. So before we go, we'll talk about those at the end. We'll keep everyone in suspense. Could you go ahead and reintroduce yourself to our listeners? What are your pronouns? All that greatness.
1: Absolutely. So my name is Naima Sheikh. I always say that it's Naima rhymes with arena or hyena. Pick one, depending on the mood, right? (laughs) I'm a digital strategist, business consultant. Basically, I help experts and uh, professionals who used to be in the corporate world, come out of it or perhaps do this alongside it, productize their expertise, and then build the systems to actually deliver them while they're busy doing other stuff like living and buying donuts and that kind of thing.
0: donuts are delicious. And I really love how you have a unique approach. And that's the title of the episode spoiler guys, we're going to be talking about in a little bit about how you don't necessarily have to niche down and you won't necessarily be confusing your audience or getting the dreaded like pasta strainer effect, where, you know, you put a flashlight in a pasta strainer. And so all of your energy is just like scattered and you don't ever see any results. So I love how you take your students through Beach and your other products, through how you can be multi-passionate, multi-directional, but still really effective and actually see growth. So before we get to that, can you tell us a time in your business, whether it was recently, whether it was a couple of years ago, heck, it could have been yesterday, where you had to just do the brave thing. You were nervous, you're like, I oh, don't know this is going to pan out. Like, oh, man, let us yes, think about it.
1: Yes, yes. Um, so that this actually happened just a couple of weeks ago literally just a couple of weeks ago, um, I had launched a, um, I was doing a get it done implementation sprint on one of my uh, programs that I had sold over in uh, December. And what I had not planned on was that by the time I came to do the live implementation, meaning I was doing a lot of lives and, you know, helping people and doing feedback and that kind of thing, that I was going to have a house full of sick people. (laughs) (laughs) So my kids were here. My daughter had two friends staying with her. My, my, my son had his girlfriend here. And then my, my husband caught COVID, which means... All of the rooms in the house were taken house. It's not like I live in a massive place. Uh, so in our apartment, there was nowhere for me to broadcast from. There was nowhere for me to be able to. And then I had a problem with Zoom. So I was using a different uh, tool oh, called man. Sessions, um, which didn't quite do the background thing. And then there's the noise. So I, and I thought, oh, should I cancel this? I should cancel this. I can't. I can't. I can't. All of the things that I was comfortable with, my computer, my laptop, my microphone, everything was no longer accessible to me. But you know what, Kate? I'm like, no, these people have made time. It's January. That's like the time that people will drop off and they're already feeling bad because they've made all of these resolutions and they're already behind. I cannot postpone this. So I went ahead and I set up right in the living room and I can speak in front of a thousand people. No issue. I can get on a stage and no sweat, no problem. Mm -hmm. But run a workshop with my kids sitting next to me? That was terrifying. That was so mm-hmm. uncomfortable. I cannot even and not just the oops, I just hit my mic. not just the discomfort of delivering it with an audience of people who I felt are judging you. <laughs> but then also doing it without all of my little tools and and the, the background I'm used to and the, the zoom controls that I'm used to. That was horrible. but happy ending. It all went really well. I'm getting fantastic testimonials <laughs> on the live run. So so even when it's scary to go out there and be in front of people, um, you made a promise. You got to keep that promise. And I feel that helps me and my audience way better than if I had postponed and retired back into my comfort zone. It says, we'll do this when I have my office back yeah. <laughs> and there's no one sick in the house. <laughs> so that was the brave thing for me this year. Mm -hmm.
0: I can 100% resonate to that, especially because we just want to give our audience the best possible experience ever. I know before we had hit record, we were talking about that with the bundle and Thrivecart was taking forever to do stuff. And I'm like, I just want to give everyone the best possible experience. And I'm wondering... By you showing up as a leader, when things were really messy, if that actually had like a bigger impact, like, did you use that as like a learning lesson to everyone? We're like, you know, what? it's get it done week. And the life is going to be life and throw it at you. I'm going to be doing this on the couch because everyone's got COVID and my husband has a man flu on top of it. So, But we're here to get it done. Were you able to sort of spin it as like motivation and a learning lesson for your people? I they was never
1: know. not so much for the people who were there. Oh, they did because one of the other things that also happened that I didn't mention is that my uh, keynote, my, the software that I used to to for for PowerPoint, uh, j- just shut down. It just decided it wasn't. It just said your computer now has I don't know 188 gig of memory or after application, and I'm in the middle of a presentation, and so I switched to my iPad. And did it from there. I'm like, I'm sorry, you guys are looking straight up my nose because of the camera, like, you know, the I Yeah, right. Is, you know, <laughs> obviously, angle differently. Um, And the comments that I got from my beach members who were on the call that went, Oh my gosh, how did you manage to keep your cool and continue presenting with all of the tech snafus that were happening there? And you know, I'm trying to continue to talk while you're setting something up on another device. And it it was. Uh, so yes, it was a good learning experience, not one I am in a rush to repeat. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I do feel it was a good learning moment to say, look, you're in it, swim. Because yes. standing there and going, oh my gosh, this happened and going into drama mode, you can do that later when you're telling the story, <laughs> which is going to be so much more fun, right? But now you just, yeah. But thanks for asking that. Yep. No, 100%. I'm sweating just thinking about it. <laughs>
0: And again, I think that absolutely everyone who'd be in that same situation would have thought that same exact thing. Like, do we cancel it? Do we push it back? What do we do? There's randos in the background. And then not having your familiar tech and tools and then prior just having Keynote die randomly on you. And you're like, what, what, why? And it turns out that like no planets are in retrograde anymore. So we can't even blame it on that. There's no like, right? nope. <laughs> just like, what's what's going on everyone? So what <laughs> our main topic here today, and like I said, I feel like that's such a relatable Story. Definitely, I'm going to put Naima's Instagram down below here. If you want to send her a DM and like share your stories, be like, yo, this totally happened to me once too. And I honestly feel like the core people in your audience, whether it's the people that are going to buy, the people who already bought in your particular case, are going to be a lot more forgiving than just like the like the random like a naysayers like oh mer, mer, mer. It's like no, they're really going to appreciate the fact, like, oh, they're a person, they kept their composure. They they said we're getting Absolutely. it done, and we're getting it done. Yeah. <laughs> and it might not look cute, yes. but we're getting it done. I love that. Yeah. So and we are gonna talk today about what do you do in business when you don't necessarily want to find a niche or niche? And I want to know, which is the way that you like to say it to your student, what is it actually if people don't even know that term? So let's actually start with what's the term for niche? Um, So niche, I I prefer to say niche rather than niche because niche sounds like snitched.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't like the Mm. sound of that. (laughs) I like niche, Uh, right? It sounds (laughs) followy. Um, so that's basically when you focus on a single market segment, on a single super specific problem, on a single way of doing things, or perhaps even one way, one approach to solving a problem. So if we're talking about um, health or weight loss, what we might think about is you could niche into weight loss, but that you could that's too broad. And one way to think about niching would be what would be is your approach to to weight loss is that nutrition. Or is your approach to weight loss more on working out and hitting the gym or an increase in calories spent? Or is your approach just, you know, working macros and that kind of thing, right? So, so you could niche on approach, you could niche on a market, you can niche on a person. But the one thing that my audience and yours and everyone who is a multi-passionate, and I think we're all closet multi-passionates, well, I, I think there's very few people that knew exactly what they wanted to do when they were eight years old and stuck with it until mm-hmm. they're like 88, Right most of us are interested in different things. And I think making you choose just one thing is just cruel because then you stand there paralyzed thinking, what if I choose wrong? And that I feel is much worse than choosing, playing and then moving on. So which is why I always think about the concept of how to niche without niching really means still being able to explore all of those different things. But the only way that you're able to talk about that thing without, Coming across as someone who's completely scattered is the way you talk about that thing to your audience. At the end of the day, the way to solve the weight loss problem or the digital marketing problem or the, you know, how to be able to run 5K in under 30 minutes problem, the solutions are all more or less the same. It, it, it's the same in the sense that there's one way to solve it. And the thing that differentiates you from everybody else is how you talk about it. So you don't need to niche. You could still say how to run as a massive topic, but the time that you talk about it. So the way I talk about running to you, Kate, is going to be different Mm -hmm. to the way I would talk about it to my son. So you don't need to niche the problem or the solution, but you do need to niche how you talk about it to the people that it is going to be suited for that day. So the main concept that I teach is you create your course, your product, your your digital, whatever. The core of it doesn't change. But then just like the glasses that you can change the frames, you know, those ones that you kind of like mm-hmm. put those on that you put the little that you attach them. Yes. Same exact thing. You just change how you communicate with your audience about it. So if I'm selling this uh, digital marketing solution and I'm selling it for coaches, then I know that the words that I need to use are all around Um, fulfilling a potential and being self-aware and I have all of the resources within me and so on and so forth so I talk a lot about that even though what's inside in the program is still the same six pillars on creating this business if I'm talking to a digital printable creator I don't use those words I don't talk about potential instead I talk about speed of implementation I talk about how quickly to get it done mom i talk about mass distribution things that they are interested in so my product doesn't change but what changes is how i talk about it and the and so and in that way i'm able to connect with the right person to explain to them and for them to understand for me that i can solve their problem but if i only use the language of my solution they're not going to understand what i'm talking about so the way you to niche without niching is to create your product and then dress it up for different audiences. Does that make sense? So, so I'm still selling that the same problem.
0: Do you have like Naima's super awesome course for digital product makers and then a separate <laughs> course that you sell called like Naima's super awesome project for coaches or is it all the same core offer?
1: It's the same core offer? and you change how you dress it up. So let me talk a little bit about the dressing up. So my core offer is still the same, mm-hmm. right? Is how to create digital products for, and then now when I'm talking about it for coaches, the lead magnet I put in front of that digital uh, uh, product is specific to coaches. And then I have a different lead magnet that's specific to printables people and a different lead magnet, because if you think about it, I think about the stadium of offers, which are all of the your courses and the bits that you have, they're all in that stadium, the entry points into that stadium are going to be different. So when you go to the Taylor Swift concert, you know, maybe you're coming in via gate E, or someone else might be coming in via VIP gate A, and yet another person might be getting helicoptered in, right? All of those are entry points. So our lead magnets, our content leading up to the lead magnet, the nurture sequences going from the lead magnet to the offer, those are quote unquote customized, not just for the audience that you're going after that month Mm -hmm. but also the content you're producing that month can then also be very much relevant to what's happening today so that your core offer is not changing but -hmm. the way you talk about it on the outside does
0: got it so if for the particular month you are focusing on helping your digital product creators what do you do with the coaches on your email list do you just like not talk to them Oh, no, I still talk to everyone
1: because remember, when you when you are talking to one person, if you drop a pedal, pedal, what's a pedal, a pebble (laughs) into a pond, it will hit that target in the middle, but then you have that ripple effect. So I could be talking to digital product creators, but the coaches who are on the list are still hearing the same concepts being presented to them, even if it's not using their exact language. In the same way, when I'm talking to coaches the following month, the digital product creators are hearing about that same thing from a different angle, which could potentially open their minds to even other offers that they may want to create. So just focusing on one audience in my writing, and it could just be one email to the next. doesn't even have to be a month. It could be one week I talk about it this way, another week I talk about it in a different, you um, know, in, in a slightly different way. But I don't change that, that core offer, which means... Mm-hmm if today I'm excited about working with digital product creators, I can do that. And then if I change my mind and day after tomorrow, I want to get into PLR, I can do that. And then if the day after that, I want to do a, um, asynchronous group coaching program, I can do that. My
0: resources, my assets are the
1: same. Mm
0: -hmm. Does that make sense? It does. It makes a lot of sense. I think that when, so instead of niching down specifically an audience you're saying to have a main focus of like a core product and then the different type of people that you talk to correct like that's that's correct. your version of yep. niching without niching is being able to not just be mm-hmm. like oh i help mom who are in their 30s who have two kids in elementary school who do this this, this and this it's like no i can talk to anybody who wants to make money with digital products or make money with courses. And here are the different types of people that want to make money for that. So what Mm -hmm. about the, and I'm sure that you probably get this in beach and in your other programs. What if you get the person that's like, they want to do the exact opposite. Cause you know, some people are just rebels where they're like, I know that I want to talk to course creators, but I want to talk to them about developing their course. I want to talk to them about time management. I want to talk to them about like, what what do you do with the people that their version of niching down is that they want to talk to one group of people, but about a wide variety of topics.
1: I love that question so much. Okay. Two different ways you can do that, right? Uh, You could call yourself the one-stop shop for... My entrepreneur is with uh, twins and triplets, right? That's mm-hmm. really specific. And then I'm going to try and solve the problem for that person. And the kind of person that normally goes with that approach is someone who is following the approach of create stuff for you two years ago, right? This is where I was, mm-hmm. so I solved all of these problems, and now I can help this person solve it because I've been there. So they're going, um, um, they're going to it from their own experience. Um, So they can do that. Yes, you could have a thing and say, I'm going to solve all your problems. But what they normally find is that although I can do time management and meal planning and digital marketing and all of that for the mom with the triplets, they're going to start to gravitate towards one, two or possibly three of those things that they start to see this is where their audience is focusing specifically just on that thing or they do more of that than others so for example in my mm-hmm. world although I cover the entire digital marketing thing I find that most of the people I work with they focus on the tech implementation systemization automation and copy these mm-hmm. are the four pieces that people continue to come to me although I have classes on branding and graphics and all that, they come to to this thing so yes They can indeed go to to, to that level of trying to solve all of the different problems. And what they will soon discover, and this is super, super key. I don't know why people don't talk about this. That the course or the, the, the product, the offer that they're going to enjoy doing the most is the one that makes them feel most confident, that makes them feel the most with it and the most authoritative. When you try and shove someone and say, yes, I know that you want to do this for all moms with triplets, but can you try and focus on just this or the other? And that puts them aback because they're like, but I don't know that much about this one, but I know a lot about this one and I'm most comfortable talking about this. When they begin to develop the confidence in their offer, that's the one they're going to talk about. They're not going to talk about the other ones. I mean, you and I both know. Mm -hmm. When I'm feeling good about something, if I buy a dress and I'm dying to wear it and I feel good in it, I will wear it. But if a dress is beautiful and stunning, but I don't feel good in it, I'm not going to wear it. And it's the same exact thing when it comes to offers. I will only talk about those that I'm super confident about, that I'm super excited about. And so when we talk about deciding what to offer this one super specific audience that you've decided on, I say, offer them the world. But do the ones that you feel great about first, because the more you deliver that one thing and the more your skill continues to develop in delivering it, then you get better. And it's just kind of like this flywheel that compounds because you get more and more confident in that area. And before you know it, you're talking to older strangers who are not moms with triplets (laughs) and giving them your product. Right. Uh, So, yeah, that offer confidence is massive.
0: So what happens when you get a multi-passionate and they may or may not have either zeroed in on the audience member or the solution, which is really like the two linchpins that you have when you talk about niching without niching. And they're just Mm -hmm. like, I'm sure you get that all the time. Like, you know, I've been talking about time management, but like, I really just want to talk about manifesting or baking on the weekends. Like, what do I do with the people that I have? So essentially, how does one pivot? And this is one of Naomi's favorite things. She's literally doing a happy dance. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> how to pivot without pivoting, right? Yeah, right. Um, so you can take that same, yeah. Um, the the simplest solution, honestly, if you don't want to think too much about it, is in fact what my freebie is all about, the microsite planner. I say mm-hmm. go and create a microsite, almost like a micro brand that's different to everything that you're doing. People are going to understand. So it's not like, oh, back in the day, if you said, I'm talking about finance, and then tomorrow I'm going to talk about flower arranging, people are going to think I'm nuts, right? Instead, mm. today, we use the power of our personal brand to bring people across to their flower arrangement. I'm like, So if you want to do something completely different, tell your people, you guys, I'm mm. going to experiment. It's going to be so fun, but I don't want to confuse you so um you can follow my progress as i do xyz so you can do it that that way to bring your people to follow the thing and then after you've created it and you've decided you like it you make it into a product you now already have a small group of people who could be your founding members or the first people who get that product and so on but sometimes you don't want to do that at all sometimes you want to be in a completely different market in a completely different world and then the thing to do is not to tear down your thing and put a under maintenance and go and announce on social that you are changing and all of this, because that means you are burning bridges before you've decided whether you like it or not. And especially for people like me and multi-passionates, my gosh, I'm going to change my mind by next Tuesday. And mm. so I don't want to be investing all of this time and effort creating something new when I haven't decided I like it that much. You know, maybe I saw a YouTube video, I got inspired. You know, I saw Kate's trophies and I'm like, I am getting into powerlifting, y'alls. <laughs> and then by next Tuesday, I'm like, what was I thinking? I think I just like the trophies. I don't really like doing the work. So let's um, go to Lululemon instead and get some yoga pants, right? Um, <laughs> if you don't want to do that, just create a completely separate microsite. It's going to cost you $12 in a domain. You can still set up your WordPress website on the same hosting. Um, play with it. And that and my that's what of my freebies about how to basically plan out this entire new business. In an afternoon and then have a go see what happens the worst thing you can tell someone is make a decision either do this or that that's not going to happen because when you tell them to do that they're going to spend a year trying to figure out which one they actually like instead it's go do it go build it go build it and i don't mean like go and create a six-month course or whatever i just mean Mm -mm. go create a microsite Stick your tagline up there. And these days we have Chat GPT that can help you brainstorm ways of saying the things that you want to say. Get that up quickly. Get it out. And then you can see A, if you like continuing in that vein. B, to see if it gets any traction. And C, if it's something that you can run alongside the other thing that you've already got. And once you do that, all you're going to do on that brand new microsite is just put at the bottom. um, Donut making a Naima.co brand. And then the next day, uh, Coffee Aficionados, a Naima.co brand. So that's all, under. so they're all tied together with your personal brand. But this is allowing you to explore things. So people are not going to think you're scattered. People are going to think you're a serial entrepreneur and that you are brave and you are doing, as Mm -hmm. Kate says, doing the brave thing every single day by experimenting and going with the thing that your heart wants to do instead of forcing yourself to do something that everyone's telling you, this is what you should have to do. We're adults. We get to make choices.
0: Ooh, I love being adults and making choices. And sometimes your audience will ask you for it. I cannot tell you when people are like, you should something me your fitness and lifting. I'm like, I can help people with the writing and get over their mindset about like sales and how they're not an awful person for wanting money. I cannot talk <laughs> about like, oh, just eat your macros. like, And I think that it's one of those things like sometimes when you just don't have a blind spot, like Kate's aff- approach to fitness is so different than my hand to business because like, yes, I'm aware that there's a lot less of me now than there was. So at one point it was an issue, but like when I decided that that could be a priority, it wasn't, it was fine. I'm like, what do you mean you don't eat vegetables? You're an adult. Like I everyone would be like, you're not, <laughs> you're not the same person, eat broccoli. Like I don't get the, no, like there's no sympathy. Whereas like yes. my personal brand has a lot of sympathy because again, I think it's that you always want to help somebody who was you a couple of years ago. Right. And so I had to overcome a lot of sales mindset and money mindset, which is why I'm more sympathetic. You're an adult, eat spinach. Like there's nothing. No, no. <laughs> Go drink your water. I don't like water. Too darn bad. I don't like being dehydrated. Feel yes. it. I, yes, where where yes. It's like you know I try to like amp people up to send that email right like they're excited to see you. It's a privilege to be in your space. No, just drink water. <laughs> so I <laughs> I love that. Now where would you say that it would be at all maybe a detriment to somebody's business to go and explore? Like, do you see people giving up on an idea too early because they're not seeing instant results? So like they're just like starting all these micro sites and nothing's ever taking off because they're not giving it time. Or are you talking to more of somebody who is a bit more established in one arena? You know, they have, you know, a steady flow. I mean, everyone always wants more income. We always want to help more people that they can then go and explore. Or like, who do you think that this is for? And like, in what stage of business? Is it a good idea or slightly detrimental? Or what do you suggest?
1: Well, um, Well, I think for me, I think that the biggest enemy your business has is boredom. So when you mm-hmm. say, are they going to wait until you know it it gets traction? So it's not. I don't even think it's a matter of giving up early. I think it's a matter of just being bored with it. Because when you tell someone you you know go out there and post X number of times a day and go and email your list every day and see if you can get traction, after a while of doing these activities without a feed, without any kind of feedback loop in place. It can feel like you're just yelling into the void and no one's listening. So you'll just like, oh, I'm just going to shut this down and move on to the next thing. So I believe that when you, whether you're an established business or not an established business, your first commitment to yourself is to stay excited about what you're doing. Because if you're not staying excited about it, you're going to give up. So I don't think it's something that should be just for an established business or somebody who's starting new. Even if you are not making big changes in the product lines that you're creating and those kinds of things, the way you approach it You've got to spice it up a little, you know, maybe move your workstation, maybe get a new wallpaper, anything to keep it fresh and exciting. Because when it's same, same, your brain turns off, you go into habit mode. And sometimes that's not a good thing. There are habits that we want them to be a habit, right? Mm -hmm. Like go do your 10,000 steps each day. But other habits that we don't want to to have that done. Oh my gosh, sorry, my avas just decided to come up on my screen. Okay, Uh, so when you are established... And you want to go in a number of different directions. One way to really be able to capture that, and if you're like a prolific creator, think about doing memberships. Um, one of the things I love about my beach membership is that I get to play in the entire spectrum and load that content and those workshops and those tools into my membership area so that they have access to, so I have a ready-made Audience for anything that I create, which is obviously amazing. Which means I don't have to curb my 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 prolific nature, or I don't have to stop creating new things because I'm excited about them. Oh, look, chatbots! Let's make one and take mm-hmm. that, stick it into Beach, because they'll appreciate that. So, if you're that kind of person, then maybe creating a container where people get access to all of your stuff is one way to go. So, for them, it's like having their um, a skillshare, but especially from their favorite um, online person. Um, and for you, it's a container to be able to create and still be able to monetize. For the person who's just starting, the lots of the different strands that they create, those could all be entry points into their stadium. So that then the middle of the stadium, those are your they are higher end offers, or perhaps they want to one work or service provider and so on. So I really believe you've got to experiment. I've got a couple of people in um, in beach right now. One of them, um, I think she's in at least four different markets. She does like cake decorating. She does travel. She does time management. She does money manifestation, and I don't even know what else. And she's constantly getting, she's got three, four, five different microsites all over the place, and she loves it. And no one is saying, hey, why are you doing this? You're not allowed. You should only do that. No. I mean, you know, all you got to do is maybe in your emails, you just put like Naima and then like a a vertical bar and then the thing that you're talking about so they can identify (laughs) it. So yes, everybody should be experimenting, especially especially in 2024, Kate, that mm-hmm. this, I mean, you can build websites with two clicks. You can get help with your copy. There are a bazillion um, opportunities open to learn from, uh, from you, from people in your world. It's so accessible that trying to just get fixated on one thing or worse, not experimenting, I think that's really detrimental. And that's how you're going to get left behind when you don't actually play. And you should play.
0: <laughs> I love that so much. And as you guys can see, this is why we have NEMA on the show so much, because I just think that it's such a breath of fresh air because everyone else is constantly telling you, like, make one big thing, target it to one person, sell it, sell it, sell it, sell it, sell it. And we're here to tell you, like, yes, again, don't necessarily let boredom get the best of you. But I think that and we've talked about this actually with our friend Liz Wilcox. She's also in the bundle, everybody, Um, mm-hmm. where... It was trying out like different pricing modalities, right? That you like, right? Like she likes to have that low cost membership because she loves to market. Like that's her thing. She wants to be out there. She wants to be able to do it. Takes her Mm -hmm. a couple hours a week to write emails, right? So for her, the value exchange is great. Other people love high-end coaching, right? But like you have to be able to test out these different ways to support your audience to see if you like it. And I think that we feel like if we do something once, it has to be like infinite. You can retire anything, Right? Like you can retire anything. It is quite all right. We retired our big signature course because it wasn't feeling in an alignment anymore. You can shut down courses and ebooks. Again, if it's something that's sort of small that's on your peripheral, you don't even need to necessarily tell anybody. I mean, I would because I you could have last chance sales. So that's pretty good for driving up business and attention. And it's great, but it's like, don't want to necessarily talk about yeah. this anymore. Or like name said, you can just like let that sit off into the sunset, right? So like in theory, we could have kept below your list, but I just like, it's there and people know about it, but it's not necessarily something I talk about anymore. And it just goes in the background, right? So there's a mm-hmm. lot of different ways that you can, you know, pivot without pivoting and niching without niching and being able to mm-hmm. experiment and not have to put yourself in a rigid box. I think the other thing, and does this happen in your community is that everyone is so used to hearing like the funnel talk, the funnel talk where like, okay, I need to have one low priced offer, one medium priced offer. And then I need to have like a group coaching. And like, I need to design this whole funnel thing. But like, I want to have all these different products. And, like how, how do I know when to cross sell and upsell and to bump sell and like all this, all this sort of jibber jabber. So how do you help people overcome truly that mindset? Cause that's what it all is guys, that they have to have this linear path and that's it.
1: Actually linear path works against you. I think you've, you know that too, right? It's like, no, I want to sell you my $2,000 product, but first Mm -hmm. you're going to need to download my lead magnet. And then you're going to need to sit through my six weeks of nurture. And then you're going to go into, why? Tell them what you've got the minute you meet them. You're not saying buy it. You're just Mm -hmm. saying, oh, I'm so glad you're here. Here Here's some things for you to look at and and let them self-select because today, which is, again, very different to how things used to be a few years ago. I want to buy on my timeline. Mm-hmm. I want to buy on. And and when I'm ready to buy, I'm going to buy from whoever is top of mind and who I know has this offer. So if you never told them, if you never said, by the way, I've got this breathwork thing going that changes your life in 30 days. um, And I realized that I need to make a massive change. But I don't know you had that. I'm going to go buy it from someone else. So... I'm all for funnels. I'm all for maximizing average cart value and all of those things. But what's even more important is that you tell them what you have in a way that's not like bro marketing in your face, right? So yeah. on your website, the very first thing to do is just have a thing that says shop or products. They need to know you are selling something.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Otherwise you're gonna end up you know, friend zoned. And I'm like, what do you mean you're trying to sell me something? And And they don't have to be nurtured to buy. And the final thing I'll say about that is people don't know. Um, they, they they take what you say at face value unless you prove it otherwise, right? Mm-hmm. If I don't know, you have it. And if you don't remind me that you have this thing, and then I go and I buy, either I go I buy from someone else or worse, <laughs> I come in and, and I buy from someone else and then I come and I ask you questions about it. It's like, um, oh, but I didn't know. Or did you get all did you, did you get this a lot, uh, Kate? I wish I had found you sooner. Mm-hmm. Um, they would have found you. You were in their world. You just didn't tell them. Yeah. So you've got to talk about what you have, regardless of whether you have a funnel or you don't have a funnel. A funnel is as simple as coming to your DMs, Kate, mm-hmm. and saying, Hey, uh, I saw you ask the question about this, that, and the other. Um no pressure or anything, but here's a quick blog post for you to, to know about it. That that right there is a the funnel. You've started mm-hmm. a conversation and that's basically all a funnel is, right? It's breadcrumbs for people to self-select and serve themselves while you are not there.
0: Mm-hmm. But they
1: got to know it's there.
0: <laughs> 100%. I apologize if you guys can hear the dogs in the background, It's just, it's just one of those days this interview, but like we had talked about, we are taking action and we are pushing forward. Even if we're like, oh man, now I look yeah. so unprofessional. Like the, y'all know <laughs> I've got three wiener dogs. So they're, they're going to just <laughs> randomly bark. Cause there might be a squirrel outside. I thought I shut the curtains. I honestly think my husband just randomly <laughs> came home and that's what set them off. So they're super excited. So one of the sort of fun ways to sort of test out new products or even get your sea leg to be like, are people going to want to hear about this topic from me? I always say is host mm-hmm. a bundle and put a product in there that talks about it. There is nothing that helps you pivot and, and not necessarily have niche than either being in a bundle or honestly hosting your own. So before we go a little yes. bit into the back to business bundle, why don't you tell us about some of the things that you're offering in the back to business bundle and then how, when it's not back to business bundle time, how people can get more name in their life because they need it.
1: So I've got a couple of things in the uh, back to business bundle. My, one of my favorites is uh, monetize mornings, which mm-hmm. really talks a lot about this whole niching, not niching. Uh, what's going on through my head? Um, we've always been told to make your car a library when you go out walking. You know, you gotta listen to podcasts and so on, which is wonderful. But what happens, unfortunately, now is that just drowns you. It drowns your thoughts. It drowns your own creativity because you're constantly plugged into other people's content. You're constantly getting inputs. Monetized mornings uh, shows you instead how to brainstorm and have a combo with yourself when you're out walking. And this, and again, it was born from just scratching my own itch. I go out walking every day. Mm -hmm. uh, Takes forever to get through 10,000 steps a day. And and I started to use that time now by and it just shows you how to talk into your voice recorder and how to process that with the power of AI so that it takes all of the going on in your head and spits out a nice, neat little list that you can actually action and do something with. So you're turning those um, imposter syndrome thoughts, which tend to surface when I'm like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm like, oh, right. You're going to do that like hell, right? <laughs> right you Capture all of those ideas and let AI help you process them into actual. So that's one of the things. The other one, which also again is all about you know helping um yourself think straight, is totally Trello, mm-hmm. as you know, Trello is like my favorite, 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 favorite tool. And one of the things that happens with Trello is people get a little bit overexcited, kind of like with notion, right? You create mm. a million boards and then you don't remember where was what and what should you action. So Totally Trello is a system that's based on a one board dashboard concept and then shows you how to build your own. So that's in the bundle, but it isn't something you can just like, oh, give me the boards. No, there are no pre-built boards in it. There is a sample Mm -hmm. one, yes, but there's nothing pre-built, but it walks you through how to create this one control center so that even when you have your 127 multi-passionate projects on the go, your, you know, three retainer clients, your kids activities and all of that, it's still in one place that's super easy to access and visually appealing as well. So that's what's in totally Trello. So you can go from monetized mornings, get all of those tasks and then dump them into your system in totally Trello and uh, yeah, by eight o'clock in the morning, you're all set.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I am all about that. So let's say somebody is listening to this and it's after the Back to Business Bundle is over. and now sad face. Where else can somebody hang out with you online? Let us know about your amazing freebie that you have pretty much all the time for people to be able to really get out of, as our friend Faith Morale likes to say, indulging in indecision. Because like you said, one of the worst <laughs> places to be in is to not be taking any type of action and to just be like overthinking and cycling and cycling and cycling. Absolutely. So my
1: freebie, which is uh, um, uh, getting revamped, actually, it should be live. I think by the time this one uh, goes live, being revamped with some AI prompting is pretty much Sit down, lay out the entire thing, and you can get through it in a couple of hours. And at the end mm-hmm. of those two hours, you will have your full microsite spec out your product, your, your your content, your all of it is already spelled out. So you just need to grab that and then action it. So we'll walk you through that. So that's the freebie called the microsite planner. Mm-hmm. Still the most popular. I've put out so many different freebies. This one still is the one that people keep writing back to me about. Oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. You know, all of that. So it's really fun. To uh, to do so, that's one way you can get a hold of me. And the other thing that I have, as I think I've talked about earlier, is uh, my program beach, which actually stands for I like the beach, so I Mm -hmm. made up a name that fit those words. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Like I need something
0: to fit this acronym of like what? (laughs) How can I make this? And now you can we use Chad. That's what I call Chad. GPT, be like, give me some C words that mean this, Chad. I like that you call him chat.
1: <laughs> well, um, with so, my dyslexia,
0: uh, chat GPT, sometimes the GP and T end up getting switched uh, around. But like chat, I can just handle. Yes, exactly. Or <laughs> just chatty. Um, so uh, BEACH stands for Business Execution.
1: Um, and I don't remember, was it Business Execution Accelerator and Community Hub? So it's my membership. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that's different about BEACH is that it isn't... For coaches, it isn't for product creators, it isn't for course, it's it's for all of those things. And the one thing that it does, it helps you build the systems to support whatever strategy you want to put in place. Uh, and so it's not like, oh, we're only going to grow our business through bundles, we're going to do it this way. Although you mm-hmm. should totally do, it. I mean, I think you were the original bundle person back in 20. 20-
0: 2019,
1: 2019
0: was I the first one we did and i yes. blew out Naima's you convert Kit account Ha! <laughs> was it ConvertKit oh or was it New York my god it was active time? campaign no no it was active campaign and <laughs> what i mean we, by I I blew out like two so th- many so many people loved her stuff on the first day wouldn't accept any more people because she had to start paying the higher price <laughs> <laughs> i was messaging Kate. go my gosh i've upgraded twice <laughs> so what so are you right. doing we, we i'm like you are all wrong real week. people too um,
1: yeah yeah, and it it was. I mean I, I think we added about um 2,000, two thousand twenty four hundred people to my list. Oh, yeah. crazy. It's so so do a bundle, right? So maybe that's not what you want to do. Maybe the way you want to do it is to instead just sell through KDP and bring people in that way. Mm-hmm. In Beach, I do not dictate a business model but when people come in, we first have a meeting and we figure out what works best for you. And then I set you up with the systems and the tools and the courses that you need to make that happen. So that although we work in a group, although we have co-working, although you have like this massive stuff available to you, you're following your own individual roadmap, but not alone. And so what I've liked to do is to to put together the best of both worlds, which is one-to-one coaching, but in a group situation, Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to tell you the only way you're going to do this is through challenges. The only thing that works is lead gen via Facebook ads. The only thing that you can do is doing lives on Instagram and having a broadcast channel. No. Whatever strategy works best for you, which obviously I held consult on, is what we do. So that's what's different about Beach. And that's, mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be opening up a few spots at the end of uh, this month. I'm not sure when this is going to go live, so.
0: Excellent. Um, and we will put the URL for that as well. If not, how can people, um, is it after they sign up for your microsite, they'll be able to check out features. So just go to naima.co to be able to check it out, get on the wait list
1: they just go to Naima.co. Like I said, you got it. They got to know that you have stuff for sales. So if you just go to Naima.co, if you go to work with me, you will find a different way, a couple of different ways of um, getting on the wait list to be or working with me. And then you'll also see a list of the uh, current courses that are out. I mean, there's a lot more
0: than what's on the website, but those ones will get you started. So Naima.co is where to go. I love that. So besides everyone going and checking that out, what is one action? What is the final action as we're going to call it? I should get like cool background music for that. The final one action that you want people to take today in order to see more success and results in their business.
1: Make an offer. Make an offer today. And when I mean, make an offer today. I mean, you have an email list, write to them, offer them something. You don't have to write a big sales page. Just say, hey, I got this thing. Do you want it? Click here. Because the only thing that makes, if they don't know it exists, they can't buy it. If you don't tell them about it, they don't know it exists. And if they don't know it exists, they can't go to the sales page. And if nobody sees the sales page, if nobody sees the offer, no one can buy it. And it's the single biggest multiplier is, I mean, you can grow your list, but if you still only send one email, if your list is a thousand people, that means a thousand people, have one chance to see your offer. If you want them if you want 2000 people to see your offer, you can either grow your list by another 1000 people and send one email or you could just send four emails to those 1000 subscribers and get 4000 opportunities. So you've quadrupled it by just adding email. So make an offer, tell someone about something you have for sale. That's it just tell
0: someone. I love that. Thank you so much. Like I said, all the links will be in the show notes as well. So that way you guys can find it. And we'll talk to you later. Thank you. This is awesome.